Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. Okay, <clears throat> yes, we are back now with the afternoon edition. Uh, if you want to get involved in the show today, please give us a jingle at uh, area code 218-722-0839. That's 722-0839. Kenny, it's your fault. Well, it always is. What's new? Well, yesterday uh, I told you I was having a hard time uh, coming up with some good short <laughs> jokes, and you suggested China China balloon jokes. Yeah. So I got some. <laughs> it's my fault. Okay. Well, it's your fault. Let's see what you got. I'll be the judge okay. of them. How's that? Okay, you be the judge. Yeah. And know how these go. Because I'm the judge of all your jokes. One. I know. <laughs> Uh, well, the first one, uh, don't worry about the China balloon spying on you. Your vacuum cleaner's been gathering your dirt for years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably made in China. <laughs> gathering your dirt, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do, what do spies do before going to sleep? Ooh, what do they do? They go undercover. Mm-hmm, yeah, under the covers. Okay, you're not big on that one. Okay, how about this one? Yeah, okay. Another one from another one of our listeners. Okay. In what part of a hospital do they spy on patients? What part of the hospital do they spy on patients? That's right. In the ICU. Oh, yes, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, enough of that. Not, no, I got a whole bunch more like that. I got uh, a lot of uh, spy jokes for young kids. Oh, excuse me, I'm tipping over here. Yeah. Oh, here, but but I did get this one from uh, one of our from James, one of our listeners, and I like this joke, so I'm going to give it to you. And I know it it doesn't meet all your criteria because it's more than ten words long, but I think you'll like it. So a guy goes into a bar in Toronto where there is a robot bartender. Now, you may have heard one similar to this. The robot says, what do you have? Guy replies, whiskey. Robot brings back his drink and asks, what's your IQ? Guy says, 168. The robot continues to talk about physics and space exploration and medical technology. After the guy leaves, and the more he thinks about it, the more curious he gets. So he decides to go back to the bar. The robot asks, what's your drink? Guy says, whiskey. Robot returns with his drink and asks, what's your IQ? The man says, 100. The robot talks about NASCAR, Budweiser, the NHL. Uh, The man finishes his drink, leaves, but is so interested in his experiment that he tries one time more. He enters the bar, and as usual, the robot asks him, what do you drink? Man replies, whiskey. Robot brings it back, brings back his drink, and asks, what's your IQ? The man answers, 50. The robot leans in, looks up and down the bar, says to the man, so are you people still happy with Biden? <laughs> Is this where I'm supposed to laugh? Yes. Because you completely lost me. I'm, I'm really. <laughs> Is that where I was supposed to laugh <laughs> Yes. I knew if it was more than 10 words long, you were gone. Well, hopefully some were listening and some people laughed. Hopefully. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. Well, listen, you might be thinking, uh, the other day when uh, when Biden got on his helicopter, he was waving. And you were thinking, boy, that'd be nice if he was waving goodbye for good. But 
According to a story that's out this morning on MSN, um, the reason that he was waving goodbye, he may be waving goodbye in 2024. In other words, he thinks he's going to be president again for another four years in his 80s. But this story was kind of a Kind of interesting. It said, based on the State of the Union address, Joe Biden must be living in a different reality than the Americans he claims to represent. Here's the truth. This country is hurting, and it's because Biden has been an abject failure as president. No amount of spin can conceal the fact. Under Biden's failed leadership, Americans are poorer and less safe our southern border is wide open and deadly drugs are pouring into our uh, our communities. Our children are suffering the de- devastating effects of the Democratic-led school lockdowns. And oh, by the way, I've got another story about that this morning that I'll get into at some point. Because again, there's been more and more educational research done on the effects of the pandemic closures on schools. It's not good. It's going to take us years to get our kids back up to speed. All of these cries have erupted on Biden's watch, uh, but he has no interest in fixing any of this. Instead, he used his time in the people's house to lie to the American people. Biden tried to paint a rosy picture of the economy, but Americans from coast to coast see right through his dishonesty. Another report that just came out this morning shows that people with their credit cards, are now becoming late in payments at a higher rate than ever before, well, at least in the last 10 years or so. During the pandemic, because of all the money that was flooded into the markets, people were actually getting ahead on their payments. But over the last year or so, with that uh, that money gone and you're having to live with just what you've got, all of a sudden, people are falling behind in their payments. According to a new ABC News poll, a record number of people say that they are financially worse off under Biden than they've ever been. 76% of Americans are concerned about inflation and 61% of Americans rate the economy as bad. Now, well, Brad, I'll leave the story there for the time being. Brad, I know we got callers. A, yes. a year into his presidency, just a year in, we saw inflation hit a 40-year high. And I believe it got up to 8.6%. Or did it get into the 9% range? I think it I, did. I think it was actually up into the 9%. Credit card was, debt had hit yeah. an all-time high. Now, this is credit card debt. A year yep. into his presidency, it hit an all-time high of $1.1 trillion. Now that debt is not only bad, but they're not making the payments on the debt. And let's not forget, average monthly rents hit an all-time high. We saw the highest prices of gasoline ever, over 5 bucks a gallon. Stocks are doing horrible. Oh, they're doing terrible. (laughs) And, oh, the border's not secure, and uh, Russians are flying balloons over us. Well, and then you got this, that they, they've computed the average loss of most Americans. And they said that we actually, since Biden took office, we've lost $9,300 a year, the average American, in the ability to pay increased cost of living since Biden has taken office. Our, our gas costs more, our canned goods, our, our food goods, our, almost everything uh, that we use has gone up. We've lost $9,300 in the average of purchasing ability. 
Now, who has made that much more money and being able to pay for that stuff? I mean, it just doesn't happen. Wade, uh, good afternoon to you. What what say you on this fine Friday? Well, first, I've got a joke for you, Brad. Oh, thank God. Yeah, not me, for you. It must be a long one. <laughs> well, what color is the wind? Well, here's the here's the thing, Wade. You got to help me out with jokes here because I, I'm bombing, and and I'm to the point yeah. that I don't need this humiliation. I I thought it was a way to liven things up a little bit, have a little bit of fun on a Friday, but I'm I'm getting hit right between the eyes every time I tell a joke that they're terrible, and I'm not going to do it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> What color is the wind, Brad? <laughs> hey, Wade, Wade, we're having a very hard time understanding you. What color is the wind? What color is the wind? Yeah. Um, Brad? What was that? What was? Yeah. <laughs> what color is the wind? I think we're waiting for the punchline here. Well, I'm waiting for one of you to answer me. Blue. Uh, green. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I I didn't hear the punchline there. You you you, you did it. You said it. Blue. Oh yeah. Well. Blue. Yeah, you know blue. Yeah, blue. He blew. Oh, the wind blew. And you said it, and you said my jokes were bad. <laughs> I don't say it was good. <laughs> so so come on, man. I mean, gas is going down. Uh, cost of living is going down. Uh, Unemployment, all-time low. Uh, you forgot yeah, to say yeah, that yeah. Republicans want to put an end to Social Security. You forgot that one. Oh yeah, you God, forgot God. that. you gotta, you got to mention that. Yeah. And the media. The media is parroting that so badly. I got one more for you, Wade. I got one for you in retaliation for that stinker that you gave. This is another, this is another, um, it's another uh, spy, uh, spy joke. Okay. Okay. What does the U.S. government use to spy on high school students? Pom-poms? I don't know. <laughs> An essay. An essay. Oh. oh that's terrible, isn't it? Oh, that, was, that was even man. bad. That was even bad in my, in my own, uh, and I know yeah, bad well, jokes because I tell I a lot of them. That was really bad. Okay. How about this one? Right. Have you seen this? Have you seen the spy thriller about fat people? No, I haven't. Yeah, it's called Tomorrow Never Diets. No, <laughs> I'd be me and you, Brad. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'm done, Kenny. I'm all done with jokes. No more. I'm all done. I finally well, you cured guys myself. Have a good day. <laughs> Well, the studio audience, well, they reacted to your statement. Uh, your your studio old... audience, you can... <laughs> hey, Brad, there's hope for the future, so maybe something will come along in the next... Uh, well, you've got uh, an hour and a half left. You've got half a show left. Anyway, we, we got to go to a break, don't we, Kenny? We do. All right, let's do it.
KDAL time is 1227. It was 45 years ago today, February 10th, 1978, Van Halen released its debut album. You put the record on the platter, you dropped the needle down, and you heard this. And we were never the same. Little eruption, a little, uh, you got me, uh, what is this here? Yeah, anyways. Now, uh, Eddie has left us, of course, Eddie Van Halen. I know, I still can't get over that. I can't either. It's way too young, way too young. Say, the guy that started this whole routine on jokes, and I'm going to blame him for it because he sent me jokes, and I tried to do the best I could. <laughs> I tried to deliver them well. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> but they stink. So, and that's Corey from the range. And I, I, you know, we hadn't heard from Corey in a long time. And I was hoping it was because he was writing some new material. Maybe he was finding some new things to tell jokes about. But uh, I don't know. Corey, you got anything for us this morning on a Friday morning? Well, what is the similarity between the Chinese balloon and Biden's readings? Well, I, I would, I would what say. What do you do? Are you eating cake? Down? Did you take a bite no. of cake? <laughs> No, not cake. Did I line <laughs> well, I did take a bite. Okay. <laughs> Should I line this up again? What's the similarity between Biden's ratings and the Chinese balloon? Uh, they're both going down fast. Is that they're it? Both at the bottom. They're both at the bottom. Oh, they're both at the bottom. Okay. Uh, See, okay. I told you, it isn't getting any better, Kenny. It's the presenter, Brad. It's the presenter. So, Corey, how many times have you gone down the Lusky Island slide at uh, Palo? All I did was go there for pea soup, and from what I was understanding, you went there the day before. We Yellow. did. We got up there the day before. Yep. That's okay. So you had Pala Moyaka or just Moyaka? We had Moyaka. It was great. They did. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's, what's the difference? What, what, what did I miss? I had well, the Pala beef stew is, version. Yeah, Pala is fish in Finn. Oh, no, we didn't have the fish. No, no fish, no fish yeah. eyes in, in our soup. Well, we've graduated. We don't put the eyes. We actually put the meat from the fish in the Kalamayaka instead of the eyes. So, but we're living pretty high off the hog up where I live. So, see, I, see, I was thinking, you guys, that when you were talking about Moyaka, a lot of times Moyaka does refer to fish head soup, doesn't it? Yes, yes. In the yeah. poor days or depression time, they made it out of whatever they could make it. And they made it out of fish heads. So they utilized, you know, you get a big northern head or something like that. There's a lot of meat down there. Or the walleye cheeks or the, the bottom. Well, oh, yeah. Thing. Let me ask you, Corey, as long as we're talking about this, because my wife and I had this discussion. And back in the day, my great-grandma used to make a dinner called, it was called boiled dinner. Is that kind of the same thing here? Uh, or are we talking about something different there? I think there's a little more ham and rutabaga and potatoes and a, more of a brothy. In the, the, the boiled dinner, yeah, cabbage. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. The moyaka is a little more milk-based, if you would like, so some condensed milk in there. All right. So you could make it You could make it out of northern heads. You could chop the heads off of northern, boil chop them up. Chop the heads some off, yeah. Brad. And I just, discovered, <laughs> I just discovered the secret recipe in pea soup that I have not added in there. And I'm going to start trying it. You actually pigs put knuckles, marjoram in there. Margarine. Marjoram is a spice, not <laughs> not margarine. Marjoram. It's a spice, and that's kind of the key ingredient that the Finns use in pea soup. Really? Yes. Now let me ask you this, because there is a difference here. Some people like their pea soup real thick, so yes. your spoon stands up in it. 
But other yep. people like their soup, their pea soup a little thicker, so they get the flavor of the peas and stuff in it. What do you? How do you like yours? Well, I kind of use a combination between split and whole pea, so it gives you a little bit okay. of consistency and gives you a little bit of texture and thickens it up a little bit. So just depending what. All right. Okay. But Brad, the reason I called, I don't know if any media outlets are even talking about it, but if it was the Democrats in Congress, it would be all over the front page. It would be in the media. There's a lot of, and I'll have to put them as investigations going on, from a lot of Republicans putting Twitter, Facebook, the FBI. They have been suppressing so much information, what's being put out there. They're actually laying out the truth to how these former FBI agents became part of these organizations and the big lobbying groups. It's kind of a revolving door that you would become a lobbyist and move into these groups between the 2020 election and between COVID-19, our First Amendment rights have been so violated. Every citizen in this nation should be in uproar right now. It was suppressed of what we could see and what we could not see. If you were favorable to the government and for COVID and for uh, a certain side of the election, things were put to the top. But if you weren't, right. they were put to the bottom. They actually they were buried. Harvard doctor that that fine fine education probably the finest in the world these people at these social media sites could actually take a doctor's word and say it's disinformation Brad there's been a lot right. that's happened between 2020 and now and hopefully there might be I hope some prosecutions coming along with this do, do you know what Corey Corey even even fauci has finally yeah. come out and said, you know, the um, uh, the vaccines for uh, COVID r- really didn't work very well. Right. He's finally admitted it. Everybody kind of knew that all along. You know, Vladimir Putin is probably sitting back and smiling and wishing he could have had this much Russian collusion. But it was our own government did the Russian so-called collusion. That's right. all it was. That's all it was. Well, and as you said, Corey, one of the top executives with Twitter this week when they were being grilled admitted that they should have never buried the information on Hunter's laptop like they did. That, and that's, that they were they were part of the problem. Yep. And they were actually allowing child pornography sites over 44,000 exist on these social media sites, but they would take down standing congressmen, congresswomen, and senators on these sites. They would suppress our First Amendment rights of sitting politicians. Well, it's amazing because I got a story this morning, Corey. Thank you so much. Uh, When we come back after our CBS News, I'm going to talk a little bit about how FBI informants are starting to come forward now. And I don't know if it's just because the Republicans are running the House now or what, But uh, FBI informants are coming forward with information on Joe Biden's classified documents, and it is really getting to be a scandal that I think is going to sabotage him in 2024. Well, I I don't know if sabotage. I mean, I think these FBI uh, whistleblowers, Brad, I think they're just fed up because they were sworn to uh, uphold a duty at the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and they have seen firsthand the corruption there. Yep. Yep, a number of them have seen how this whole, almost the entire FBI has been turned into a political machine, and they don't like it. They're supposed to be uh, there to help everybody well, out. Yeah, even so, even yeah. Uh, 
dare I say, Dr. Rand Paul. Can I say doctor? He is a doctor, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Rand Paul has even said they should fire 10% off the top of the FBI. Fire them. Get rid Ooh. of them. Redo it. Well, that may not be all that bad. Um, anyway, let's do our CBS News, and then we'll continue to talk about this. KDAL time is 1239. National Weather Service in Duluth, 21 degrees. But, Brad, right now I've got 18 at Duluth's Sky Harbor Airport. I have 18 in Eveleth. I have 18 in Hayward. And I have 18 at the Grand Marais Airport. Wow. you got a run of 18s going We on. do. And real quickly, if I could, uh, this morning's low at Duluth was three above. That was also the morning low in Superior, three above. And we found uh, some cold temperatures. Hibbing, 11 below this morning, four below in Bemidji, and 14 below this morning in International Falls. Well, listen, Kenny, really quick before we go to our friend Justin from AirServe, I, I want to admit something. Uh-oh. I'm admitting to you Uh-oh. and the whole world. You know that smoke shop out in Denfeld? Okay. That's where I buy my premium cigars when I'm back in the area. They got one of the best walk-in humidors with premium cigars anywhere. Well, the cat's out of the bag, Jaser. What do you think of that? Well, I think if I had 18 employees working at AirServe, I could put stuff in even faster this coming summer. What are we going to do about that? (laughs) 18, there's that number again. You're probably going to need that many. Well, I'll have tell you, you what, you, Brad, ever... you know, our, our industry is just like a lot of other industries in this country in, in which we're, we're, we're suffering for a lack of employees to a certain degree. Now, we're still yeah. functioning at our 100% capacity of where we're at, but if we want to grow, if we want to expand our company's operations and revenue, we need more skilled people. I just can't hire somebody off the street to come over to Brad Bennett's oh, house no. and put in a furnace. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. And so we we need a greater emphasis on people going into the trades, going to trade school, going to technical training, those kinds of things. Um, both of my owners sit on the HVAC board for Northland Technical College, the old WITC over in Superior, and they do that oh, partly sure. to give back to the community. They do that partly so that they can educate some future technicians and installers on how how to best go about having a career in that field, but they also do it for a slightly selfish motivation in the sense that we want to have contact with the students that are in that program so that we can have a first crack at them when they graduate. And one of the things that I had an opportunity to do yesterday is I visited with a customer who also also happens to be one of my former co-workers that I worked with at Hillsburg Diamonds at the Miller Hill Mall years ago. And uh, when I was over at uh, uh, Nikki and, uh, and Randy's house, I mean, this is something that uh, that we were that we were talking about. This topic uh, that we're discussing absolutely came up. And you know, when Nikki and I worked at Hellsbergs together, there were nine other places in the mall where you could have bought jewelry at. You could have gone to Kays or or Rogers and Hollands or Whitehall or or Goodman's or some of these other places. Nikki and I got multiple job offers to go work at any one of those other stores, but we didn't do it because we were already working at the best. And that's part of that impression that Bruce and Dan want to create on some of those graduates that are coming out of that program. If you want to work for a great company and have a great career in the HVAC field, you can come to work for for AirServe. You'll be working for the best outfit in the Twin Ports right from the get-go, and you'll be in really good shape. If somebody has an emergency situation where there's just uh, went out on them, you, you can help them out, can't you? Well, so we do a couple of different things. You know, immediately we'll dispatch a technician to their house. If there's some sort of a Band-Aid type repair that we can do to get them by for a few days or a week until they can get a new system installed, we would like to do that. We can also bring in temporary heat 
into homes in which the heating appliance has failed. Maybe it's been red tagged or shut off, disabled for safety purposes. That's another option that we have. But then the other thing that we do during heating season is we don't pack out every single day with an install. We leave a couple of openings there. And that way, if I go to somebody's house on a Monday and that appliance is dead and absolutely needs to be replaced, I can usually get there with maybe within about 24 to 48 hours or so. So that, that's another advantage that we have. We can't leave people in the Northland without heat. How do we get a hold of AirServe and say, we want that Justin guy that has a lot of knowledge. We want him to come out to our home. Well, we welcome a phone call from any one of your listeners. You know how much I enjoy visiting with your listeners in their homes. I always get treated well, always have fun. And the telephone number to make that happen is 218-879-SERV, S-E-R-V. And our website is AirServe.com. A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V dot com. Buddy, have a great weekend, and we'll look forward to talking to you again Monday. Well, Kenny, um, we are getting close to that time, but I wanted to get into this uh, this FBI thing a little bit because, yes, Biden is uh, all of a sudden under a lot of pressure. Uh, even some of his own Democratic Party turncoats have been stabbing him in the back lately. Uh, according to Radar Online, uh, that writes a lot of stuff from inside sources. They said a lot of his own people have been, uh, have illegally, they, they want to know what it is that he illegally stashed as far as classified documents, because it might just be the thing that derails him from running in 2024. And it turns out that a lot of Democrats don't want Biden running again. They would rather they they think the real the only real shot the Democrats have in 2024 is to find somebody new, somebody exciting. Some let me let me uh, t- just tell you what I what uh, the wife and I talked about last night. We were watching some new show. Oh, and and here's Hillary Rodham Clinton over in Africa somewhere at some woman's exposition where she's. Uh, uh, I don't know, t- she's highlighting some new women's construction group or something. And she's got a, she looks like a sea hag. She's just dressed in the worst outfit in the world, and they're putting wreaths of flowers around her neck and stuff. And my wife says to me, you know, the Democratic Party doesn't like Kamala Harris at all. There's lots of stuff out there that they're trying to get rid of her. I said, what do you think would happen if uh, if they decided not to run Kamala and instead, Joe Biden picked Hillary to run as his running mate. My answer to that was he'd never do it. Biden would never do it because he would be afraid that as they were coming off Air Force One someday, she'd give him a little nudge and kick him down the gangplank. <laughs> wow. Because wow. because then she would be, voila, president. Well, you know, Brad, I've got a short soundbite here. Actually, it's 20 seconds. And this is Hillary Clinton shortly after the election when Donald Trump won. And this is one of the reasons. Well, I'll let you listen. Here it is. When the president of the United States, who has taken an oath to protect and defend the Constitution, and by that, defend the American people and their interests, uses his position to, in effect, extort a foreign government for his own political purposes, I think that is very much what the founders worried about this in high crimes and misdemeanors. Well, there you go. She implicated herself, Brad, because this is what yes, the impeachment was all about, was high crimes and misdemeanors. Everybody in the news was repeating this. He never did use, he, he didn't use his power to extort anything, Hillary. It was a no. scheme that you made up. Yeah, and Hillary, he didn't use any foreign power to try to come up with any scheme. You used a made-up 
a foreign Russian dossier that was about as, uh, well, there was no official or no reality to it at all. You used that to try to turn that presidency upside down. And luckily, enough of the American people had had it with you. She's done, isn't she? I mean, she's. Uh, well, she should you can be. Stick a fork in her. Yeah. You know, I mean, we can see. You know, they were. You know, during the campaign and during when Trump was around, they were yelling, ch- chanting, "Lock her up." And I don't even know if the evidence was available then that this was all a fake dossier and that she had something to do with this. Um, Brad, what, there was something else going on with Hillary. Wasn't she receiving funding, or there was money that was flowing into their foundation? The Bill and Hillary Clinton Foundation. Have they ever gotten to the bottom of that? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I, I've, that kind of has just fallen off the earth. But you're right. There was a lot of money that was going into that organization from all kinds of strange organizations out there. Where are the fact checkers? I mean, Joe Biden at the State of the Union address said Republicans want to put an end to Social Security, which is a flat out lie. He he blamed and claimed that rather that Florida Senator Rick Scott. Uh, wants to cut Social Security and Medicare. Well, yeah. Rick Scott has come out and called him a liar, and he's hosting a roundtable today to deliver a rebuttal. Good for him. And and I was going to say, Joe Biden better watch it when he's down here in Florida. Uh, they don't like him down here. He might be down here trying to uh, uh, trying to uh, make some inroads so that he can get some votes coming his way because he realizes, I think, now more than ever before that this state has turned pretty solid conservative and uh, he's not going to do well down here. Well, listen, folks, we've got to do our Minnesota. No, did we do? No, we didn't. We got to do our Minnesota do. news break, yep. Kenny. Yep. Yeah, let's do that. Minnesota News Network. I'm Tasha Radal. House lawmakers Thursday night passed a universal schools meals for all bill. Republican Natalie Zalzenikar says this program is a misuse of taxpayer dollars. We're not saying we're against the breakfast and the lunch. We're saying we want it for the people who need it. Why would we spend millions of dollars in an area for people who don't need it? That's not being realistic. KDAL time, 1255, 22 degrees at the National Weather Service in Duluth. Fair skies and 19 in Superior. And boy, we're going to have a nice day today. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be a little chilly. Highs are going to be mainly in the 20s. Southwest winds about 5 to 10 tonight. Partly cloudy. Lows in the middle to upper teens. But tomorrow, Brad, mostly sunny, warmer highs near 40. Whoa, man, it's going to feel like uh, summer to some people. It will. Say, listen, I know we got Tom. Uh, hold on, I want to get to Tom. Uh, but we somebody's got to get a hold of Minnesota News Network. I know I hammer people's names. Ooh, you caught that. You gotta, oh, Zelzenakar. Zelzenavar. Natalie Zelesnikar. There you go. Okay, let's go to Tom uh, over in Port Wing. Tom, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon to you, and I am in complete agreement with you on that. If you're going to go on the air, you know, as a professional news person, not as a radio talk show host, you should try try and get the names right. But I wanted to talk about something this morning. Uh, It has to do with the State of the Union. It has to do with bad taste, and it has to do with the funeral that was held earlier in the week where the vice president showed up. And the State of the Union, the parents of the young black man who was uh, murdered by the police officers, 
I felt so bad for them that they were used like a prop in this. And to have the vice president at the funeral, when are these Democrats going to start learning? You know, they have the ambulance-chasing black man who's an attorney, and then to have the vice president there. And I'm sorry, but that is all in awful taste. That should yeah. not be done. If that was my family member, Brad, I would. I don't care if it was Republican, Democrat. I would not allow these people at the funeral. I would not show up at a State of the Union. I think the, they preyed on the, the parents of that young to have them come there. They're in a state of shock. They're, I mean, it's, it's horrible what happened to their son. And then to drag them to D.C. and use them like a prop in a movie is just as horrible as going to the funeral and using that young black man as a prop for them to advance some idea about how police need to be defunded. Okay? I, I, I'm just, just horrified, and I don't know if anybody's talked about it, but I just think that that is, was the most awful thing that was done to that family, and I've seen well, the it Democrats is. And, do it and, before. And Tom, Tom, the police department in Memphis did the right thing. They fired those officers. They didn't suspend them. They fired them. And uh, so they they know that this was just absolutely the wrong thing that that group of officers did. It's not the first time they've had trouble with that group of officers. Remember, this is a group of black officers that have created almost like their own mafia in the way they were going to handle people, not just not white people, but all people in general. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you. If if something like that happens to my son, or I want a tasteful. something that can be honorable we'll be back we got one more hour to go folks we'll be back shortly 